The Lord be with you. In Genesis chapter 1, when God made the heavens and the earth, God made light. And God saw that the light was good. And God made the dry lands and the seas. And God saw that the dry land and the seas were good. And God made the vegetation, all the plants and trees and fruits. And God saw that they were good. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Yeah, God makes something. God sees it's good. So if you're catching the drift, you can help me fill in the blanks. Yeah, all right. So because then God makes all the creatures that swim in the sea and fly in the sky. And God saw what God had made. And God saw that they were Yeah. And God made every animal that creeps along the earth. And God saw what God had made. And God saw that they were And God made humans in the image of God. And God stepped back and took a look at all that God had made all together, and God saw that it was? Actually says very good for that last one, but let's go with good. Good works. Yeah, yeah? All right. So then in Genesis chapter 2, God takes those humans and puts them in a garden, and God says everything in this garden is good, except there is one tree in the center of this garden that is not good for you. It is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And on the day that you eat of its fruit, you shall die. So then in Genesis 3, a snake comes along. And the snake acts like a prophet of sorts. Because this snake encourages Adam and Eve, those first humans, to be more like God. And isn't that a noble thing to do? The snake says you should be more like God. By eating of that fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. And like God, you will know for yourself what is good and what is evil. Well, Eve listens to the snake. And let's be clear, Adam does too because he's standing right next to her, yeah? She takes the fruit from the tree and she eats it. She shares it with Adam and he eats it. And sure enough, their eyes are opened. And they become like God. They are able to decide for themselves what is good and what is evil. And the very first thing they do is they look at themselves and they go, oh, we're naked. Well, you know, God made their bodies and God made their bodies naked. And when God saw their naked bodies, God saw that they were Ah, but now Adam and Eve are deciding for themselves and they've decided their bodies are bad. And so... They take fig leaves and cover their bodies. And then they took a look at their whole selves. Maybe they they look inwardly at what they see, and they see themselves, whom God had made. And, And when God made them, God saw that they were. But now Adam and Eve are deciding for themselves. And they take a look at themselves and that they decide that they are bad. And so when they hear God in the garden, they become afraid and they hide from God. Which, of course, doesn't work, right? God says, where are you? And and Adam answers, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. And God says, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat of that fruit that I commanded you not to eat? It's just a question. Just a question. Adam, he points his finger at Eve. Eve, 
who God made and God saw was. But Adam's deciding now. And Adam has decided that he may be bad, but he's going to make sure that someone is worse, someone he can pin the blame on. He points the finger at Eve and says, The woman whom you gave me, God, (laughs) she gave me the fruit. The woman, well, she points a finger at the snake. The snake whom God made and whom God saw was... But now Eve is deciding for herself. And Adam may have judged her bad, but you better believe she's going to make sure there's someone who is worse that she can pin the blame on. She says, the snake tricked me and I ate. Jesus says, false prophets will come to us like wolves in sheep clothing. But Jesus says we will be able to know them by their fruits. And the fruit of the serpent's invitation to be like God, to take that fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil and decide for ourselves what and whom is good and what and whom is evil. Well, the fruit of that is people being afraid for themselves. It is people hiding from God. It is people fighting each other. Adam and Eve haven't moved an inch, but when they eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they go from being in paradise to hell. Oh, nothing in God's creation has changed, but their relation to it has changed completely. They may be alive in body, but they are dead in their souls. And Romans chapter 5 says that Through Adam's trespass, sin and death have come to have dominion over all people. And as true as that may be, it is far too easy to blame the generations that have come before us for the brokenness in our world today. Because the truth is, every single day, God makes this world anew. And God looks at what God has made and God sees that it is. But within each of us, in our center, there is planted that same tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And every day we have the same choice that Adam and Eve had, whether or not to eat of that fruit. And every day so many of us do. We eat of that fruit and we wake up and we look in the mirror and we see that person in the mirror whom God has made and whom God saw was... But now we're deciding for ourselves. And we look at that person in the mirror and we decide that they are not good enough. And so we go out into the world looking for ways to make ourselves feel better. And maybe we see a beautiful cliff overlooking the ocean with the waves crashing at its base. A cliff that God made and God saw was... But we say, you know what's not good? The fact that I don't get to live there and wake up every morning and look out at the world and feel like God on top of all creation. And so we decide, I'm going to build my house there on that cliff. And then when that cliff crumbles into the sea and our house goes with it, we curse the evil creation and we curse the creator who made such a terrible thing. And we decide that God has turned God's back on us. We might as well hide from God. But if we are bad and God hates us, you better believe we're going to make sure that there's someone else who's worse that we can point the finger at. And so we look around 
to find someone who's just a little bit different, someone whom God made. And when God made that person, God saw that they were. But now we're deciding for ourselves. And we've decided that that person is the one on whom we're going to pin all our problems. And, and so we deem them bad. And we begin to fight and kill and steal. Every single day, God gives us paradise. And every single day, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil turns it into a hell. But I want to tell you about a second tree. A tree that we call the cross. It's a tree from which fruit was not taken, like Adam and Eve took fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It is a tree on which fruit is placed by a second Adam and a second Eve. And this idea, it goes back to the early church fathers, but I have a painting that illustrates it from the mid-1400s. For you see that first Eve is on the right, and the second Eve is the Virgin Mary, and she's on the left. The first Eve, she listened to a snake, but the second Eve, Mary, she listened to an angel who told her she would bear God's son. The first Eve, she takes fruit from the tree and ingests it, but that second Eve, Mary, she brings forth from her body the fruit of her womb, who is Jesus. And Jesus becomes the second Adam. For that first Adam judges for himself what is good and evil, but in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus, that second Adam, he hears soldiers coming to arrest him, something which by every human standard would be bad. And yet Jesus, instead of insisting on his own judgment, he prays, God, not my will, but yours. Jesus is willing to put back that fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He is willing to trust that God has made his life, and what God has made... God sees is good, whatever may come. That first Adam, oh, he points the finger and places the blame for all his problems on the first person he can find. But that second Adam, Jesus, he forgives the very people who crucify him on the cross. For the actions they do may be awful, but Jesus trusts that God made those people, and that when God made them, God saw that they were good. That first Adam, he hides from God and turns paradise into hell. But the second Adam, Jesus, on the cross, he opens himself fully to God. And to the good thief crucified next to him, he promises, today you will be with me in paradise. Because open to God, Jesus knows that wherever you are, you are somewhere that God has made. And what God has made, God has seen is even Golgotha. Naked on the cross, Jesus becomes the fruit returned to the tree. And so... That cross of death, 
becomes the tree of life. And we know it by its fruit. For from the fruit of that tree of life comes not fear, but peace. From the fruit of that tree of life comes not fighting, but forgiveness. From that tree of the fruit of life comes not hiding from God, but openness to God. From that tree of life comes not death, but life abundant. And Romans chapter 5 will also say that just as one trespass condemned the whole world, so by one act of righteousness will the whole world be justified and receive life everlasting. On the other side of death, my friends, we will be with Jesus in paradise. By his action in the life to come, we will see ourselves as God saw us when God made each and every one of us. For when God made us, God saw that we were good. But we also have a choice right now. That same choice that Adam and Eve had. Because within us is not only planted that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, within each of us is also planted that tree of life. And so every day when God makes this world anew, we have a choice of which tree to take and eat from. We have a choice to judge for ourselves God's creation and all that is in it. Or we have a choice to trust God's judgment. And it is no easy thing. Because here's the thing. When we see a cliff crumble into a sea or a hurricane or a flood devastate a community, we should by all means go seek to bring relief to those affected by disaster. But then we have a choice. We have a choice to judge the sea and the land as evil and to wage war upon creation itself. Or we have a choice to trust that God made the land and the sea, and God saw that it was. And so maybe we learn to as well, and we learn to respect that creation in a way that gives life to all things that are created. And similarly, when humans, by our own actions, bring harm into this world, failing to see each other and treat each other as made in the image of God, we certainly have a responsibility to stop the harm that people do to one another. But having stopped that harm, we have a choice to see the people who did those actions as evil and so wage endless war against them, or to see them through God's eyes For God made those people, and God saw that they were. And learning to see them as God does. Perhaps we seek solutions that bring healing to them also, and bring peace to the world. But most of all, friends, when we wake up each morning, and we go and we stand in front of the mirror, we have a choice of how we see the person we see there. We can see them as Adam did, 
as bad, as needing someone else to blame, to be worse, to feel better about ourselves. Or we can see ourselves as God did. For God made us, and God saw that we were good. Such faith is the root of the tree of life. May we eat of its fruit, Jesus Christ, and have life abundant now. Amen.